Hello, friends, and welcome back to the Sunny 65 podcast. I'm your host, Maddie Schultz, and today I am just giving a little birthday reflection. I turned 28 yesterday, February 7th. It was a glorious Tuesday. I got a sitter and went to a coffee shop that I love, got an iced vanilla latte with oat milk, um, met a friend for a little bit, and then went and got a facial. If you're in Omaha and you need a facial, please message me. I have $20 off to my gal. She was amazing. But then went to Charleston's for dinner, had some chicken fried chicken and some glazed carrots and treated myself, which doesn't happen often, to a Diet Coke, aka poison, um, with lots of limes, I say. And Logan, my waiter, understood the assignment and he brought me a plate of like six. Like I'm always like, Diet Coke, by always, I mean twice a year. I'm like, I'll take a Diet Coke with lots of limes. And I like look them straight into their soul. Like, did you hear me say lots of limes? And he understood the assignment. So shout out Logan if you're listening to this. But yeah, then ended my evening with some Bengal spice tea in my adorable new every hour I need the mug from Daily Grace Co. I will for sure link it. I am obsessed with it. Um, enjoyed a nice cup of Bengal spice and played some Monopoly deal with my dearest Alexander. So it was uh, truly a great day. So I started out the day at a beautiful coffee shop and honestly anticipated reflecting. I love reflecting and thinking about the last year and different things God did or showed me. I just found myself sitting in awe and gratitude. Like I was completely overwhelmed with gratitude for the Lord and the gift it is that we have been saved because of what Jesus did for us on the cross. I was just overwhelmed that God would send his only son for me. And I guess this short episode is just a call into being overwhelmed today by the fact that God moved towards us in the form of a baby and then died on the cross to save us. And because of that, if our if your faith and trust is in him for the forgiveness of your sins, then you are saved. You're sealed with the spirit. You are secure in Christ. Your eternity is secure and that eternity is with Jesus. And because of that, God's word says in 1 Corinthians, like we just talked about the last TMT We have been enriched in every way. In Psalm 23, it says, The Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. And in many other pieces of scripture, it talks about how he does not withhold any good thing from those who love him and how we are are lacking nothing. We have everything in Christ, even in the midst of terrible circumstances and hard seasons and tragedy and suffering we can still rest in the confidence that he has withheld no good thing from us in his son. We are still lacking nothing, even in the midst of suffering in this fallen world. That really comforts my soul. We are enriched in every single way. And I was just overwhelmed yesterday thinking about that, that we have all that we need in Christ. And my flesh so often forgets that. And I was just grateful to God that he just simply reminded me that yesterday. And then on top of that, I kept telling Alex and I stole these words from my friend, Sydney Moran, that has said this to me. Um, She has said to me, we are embarrassingly spoiled by the Lord and the people that he's put into my life that point me to him. 
I was just overwhelmed by that and just friends lavishing me in encouragement and love and gifts. I was just overwhelmed ultimately that, yeah, that they point me back to Jesus and that I get to see different facets of God's heart through them. I get to learn different things about God and see the Father's love through them in different ways, which was so sweet. And I was just absolutely overwhelmed. So I guess today the encouragement is to just sit and let God overwhelm you with the truth that he has brought you from death to life. He has saved you from eternal damnation. Not only that, but he has enriched you in every way and he has given you every single thing you could possibly need today. And then some. He has abundantly given us all that we need and all that we need is in Christ. In Christ, we find, first of all, reconciliation back to God, being in right standing with God, the God that we were made to have a relationship with, the God we were made to enjoy and praise and seek and love. And in Christ, we have joy and freedom and peace and comfort and security. We no longer have to strive or seek those things anywhere else because we have it in Christ. So we just simply get to rest. We get to rest in that. I loved this quote in the Sunning 65 book from January, um, Absolute Surrender by Andrew Murray. And it says, Ah, yes, God will have to bring us very low. There will have to come upon us a sense of emptiness and despair and nothingness. It is when we sink down in utter helplessness that the everlasting God will reveal himself in his power and that our hearts will learn to trust God alone. What is it that keeps us from trusting him perfectly? Many say, I believe what you say, but there's one difficulty. If my trust were perfect and always abiding, all would come right, for I know God will honor trust. But how am I to get that trust? My answer is this, by the death of self, the great hindrance to trust is self-effort. So long as you have got your own wisdom and thoughts and strength, you cannot fully trust God. But when God breaks you down, when everything begins to grow dim before your eyes and you see that you understand nothing, then God is coming near. And if you will bow down in nothingness and wait upon God, he will become all. As long as we are something, God cannot be all and his omnipotence cannot do its full work. That is the beginning of faith. Utter despair of self, a ceasing from man and everything on earth and finding our hope in God alone. Then the next paragraph goes on to say, faith is rest. We must understand that faith is rest. In the beginning of the faith life, faith is struggling. But as long as faith is struggling, faith has not attained its strength. But when faith in its struggling gets to the end of itself and just throws itself upon God and rests on him, then comes joy and victory. Just equally freed up and convicted by that quote, the great hindrance to trust is self-effort. So long as I have my own wisdom and thoughts and strength, I cannot fully trust God. It's when I bow down in nothingness and wait upon God that he will become all in my life. So just want to encourage you today, ask God where, where you're not allowing him to become all in your life. Where are you still trying to muster up your own effort to work the job or motherhood or make the business successful or the ministry, or whatever it is, and ask God to show you so that we can bow down to him in nothingness saying, 
God, would you be all in me? Would you fill me up at BSF this morning, Bible Study Fellowship? She shared, our teacher shared a picture of a full glass of water and it said, and she said, if this, if your glass is full, then when some, when, when something's poured into it, it's simply just going to spill out pop, basically saying we get to come to Christ completely empty and he then can fill us up with himself. And that reminded me of a quote from one of my all-time favorite books, Humility by same author, Andrew Murray. It's a must read. It has been so impactful and continues to be so impactful on my walk with the Lord and wildly convicting. I need to read it every other day. And um, But it made me think of this quote from that book. And it, it says, the highest glory of the creature is in being only a vessel to receive and enjoy and show forth the glory of God. It can do this only as it is willing to be nothing in itself that God may be all. Water always fills first the lowest places. The lower, the emptier a man lies before God, the speedier and the fuller will be the inflow of the divine glory. And that quote just always convicts me and stirs up my heart. God, help me to get as low as possible, Lord, before you. God, help me to see myself rightly. And and oftentimes, in order to see myself rightly, I need to be remembering the gospel that I have been met with mercy and grace. I'm undeserving because of my sin. I was separated from a holy and perfect God, but God sent his only son to die for me and then save me. And when I'm remembering the gospel, by God's grace, he leads me to, to a right view of myself, to lowering myself to the ground. So ask God, God, humble me. It's a scary prayer and it's one of the best things you can pray. God, whatever you need to do, humble me. Lord, empty me. Help me to be nothing in myself, like that quote says, that you may be all God. And that is where we begin to experience his power and the freedom he has for us in himself when he humbles us to not make much of ourselves, not think much of ourselves, not in a woe is me, I'm just the worst ever way, but in a wow, God is so good way and he is in me. I think of the C.S. Lewis quote, humility is not thinking less of ourselves, it's thinking of ourselves less. So not in a, I'm just simply the worst all the time, which we kind of are half the time, but in a, oh, God is great and he's in me and he is all that is good in me. So I can live confidently because of Jesus, because of the spirit he sealed me with. And I can walk in power and freedom and joy and peace for his glory and be confident that he is working as I become nothing, as I must decrease, he must increase, as it says in John 3, 30. So alas, I am 28 years old. Crazy. Can't believe I'm 28. I still feel like I'm 23. Um, I still feel young and full of hope. Maybe I'll always feel that way. But I am excited for this year of life. I was telling my husband, Alex, that this last year of life felt like such a pruning year. Most of it was really painful. Um, so much that God did, so much necessary pain and pruning for God to sift out some deep sin in my heart. 
And all that to say, I'm sure there will be, God willing, more pruning years. Uh, He has lots and lots and lots and lots and lots to prune in this sinful heart. But I told him I'm excited because I feel refreshed by the Lord. And I'm praying that it's a refreshing, restful year of enjoying the Lord secretly praying. It's not another pruning year, but you know, Lord's will be done. But yeah, I'm praying this year holds a lot of resting and abiding in the living God. A lot of saturating my life with his word and what he says about himself, about our lives, about me um, and who I am in him, my identity in him. Just praying that it's a year of growing a deeper dependence on him and enjoying him more. There is endless joy and freedom and peace to be had as we just abide in and rest in him. So I'm praying that for the both of us, for all of us. But I wanted to leave you with this psalm and just speak it over you and praying that God allows his word to fall fresh on your soul right now, wherever you are. So Psalm 84 How lovely is your dwelling place, Lord Almighty. My soul yearns, even faints for the courts of the living God. My heart and my flesh cry out for the living God. Even the sparrow has found a home and the swallow a nest for herself where she may have her young, a place near your altar, Lord Almighty, my King and my God. Blessed are those who dwell in your house. They are ever praising you. Blessed are those whose strength is in you, whose hearts are set on pilgrimage as they pass through the Valley of Baca, They make it a place of springs. The autumn rains also cover it with pools. They go from strength to strength till each appears before God in Zion. Hear my prayer, Lord God Almighty. Listen to me, God of Jacob. Look on our shield, O God. Look with favor on your anointed one. Better is one day in your courts than a thousand elsewhere. I would rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God than dwell in the tents of the wicked. For the Lord God is a sun and shield. The Lord bestows favor and honor. No good thing does he withhold from those whose walk is blameless. Lord Almighty, blessed is the one who trusts in you. I pray that this is a year for both of us that we deeply trust and rest in God, that we deeply not just know in our heads, but believe in our hearts that he has withheld no good thing from us because he has not withheld his son, Jesus. We have everything that we need in Christ. Friends, go be bold and love big, and we will see you next time.